again uh back again with the let's talk the better black life podcast brother clarence brother jarvis and uh this one is 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 a doozy so um the question on the panel today in front of the panel today is uh why are black men well any men but particularly black men why are they so unsuccessful in maintain creating and maintaining relationships and uh providing for their children uh so with that being said uh don't go away we'll be right back all right we're uh we're back, and um, so, uh, Brother Jarvis, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but let me let me let me share with you what I noticed about we, us in the black community. It seemed like we do things kind of like backwards. We uh, we get with a woman. We have a baby, then we go buy a car, then we go buy a house. Instead of buying a house, buying a car, getting with a woman, and having a baby. That to me is better, a more logical order than the first way we did it. So... And I'm basing that on I'm basing that on God. Can I talk about God for a minute? Please do, yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. So if we look at God's example, 
God has, first thing he did was create a universe. Then he had to create a planet Earth for his loved ones. Then he brought the loved ones into existence. So he didn't he didn't he didn't bring us into existence in a hostile situation such as the universal beginning or the earth cooling off or whatever, however it transpired to get to where it's a livable situation. He didn't want us to deal with that, so he brought us along. After that struggle was achieved. And so what I'm saying is I think we could take a lesson from God's example. Now, I'm asking you, what do you think about brothers kind of getting ahead of the putting the cart ahead of the horse and uh and is that your observation as well this is my observation you may have a different one so go ahead and tell the people what you think as always you know one of the key answers is always going to be education or you can sometimes you can say ignorance you know as black men we don't know we talk like we know but we really don't know meaning that if the father is absent in the house, then he is. Who's to teach a man or a young man the proper order of, I guess you could say, qualifying yourself? Correct. Uh, for but, a relationship. But but is it that is it that we don't know, or is it that we don't want to know? Meaning that, are there places that we can go to get this knowledge, and we just not interested in going there? Because we'd rather chase girls, or is it just the fact that we don't even know where to go get this knowledge? There's definitely places to go. You know, I want to say so bad, but I don't know now. I want to say the church, but I don't even know if the church is even bothering with or developing or, you know, teaching or educating about you know, male and female relationships. I'm not sure. But, you know, I know the Nation of Islam teaches it for sure. I think this... You know, they have have classes. I think the church has a major issue. I have a major problem. And I'm going to just throw this in there real quick, brother, because I want you to continue. But um, the church has a major problem because the church is full of single mothers. And they cannot afford to lose that base so, um, therefore, the, their message is going to be uh, acclimated to them and how to, uh, you know, uh, basically keep it moving as a single mom. And in my opinion, this is my opinion. So, how can they teach? I mean, that's where we, sh- that's where we, our women could go to learn how to be a woman, but it's a, you know, it's, 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 it's how can they teach them how to do it when to teach them how to do it would be going against the teachings of single motherhood. And then, so it's just, it's, it's, it's a catch 22 situation in my opinion, but I'm sorry, brother, let me let you 
Continue. Nah, man, no problem. <laughs> I mean, that in itself can be a whole discussion. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, why is it contrary to being, <laughs> what, you're trying to make the woman the man and the woman? I mean, you know, I think kind of that's what they're doing, brother. That's my point. I think that's what they're doing. So it's hard when you're teaching somebody to be a man and a woman to say, okay, when you meet a man, now don't be no man no more. It's going to be hard. Once you get her hand on the control, on a remote, brother, she ain't going to want to put it down. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, I've, I've, I've heard, uh, I've heard Minister Farrakhan say that, you know, she got hold on to the reins and she don't want to let them loose. Oh, sir. You know, she, she definitely is the head of the household. You know, so the reins, I guess, you know, did she get comfortable with them? Uh, I guess she liked that kind of power. Like, why give it back? I don't have to. And it reminds me of something you were saying. Yeah, last week was that she don't really think that the black man is worth anything. She feel like she has to be in that position because you ain't really worth it. You ain't really, she got to carry you across the river. (laughs) That's sad, man, but that, in my opinion, in my opinion. No, it really, it really is sad. She feels that way. You know, she feels that she has to carry you, you know, across. It, it, it really is sad. But the question today is why are so many black men um, failing as far as relationships? Failing as far as relationships and as far as being able to um, take care of their responsibilities as a man. Why is this dynamic happening? And what are some things that are contributing to this dynamic? Right. Like I said before, you know, <clears throat> with the father not being in the home, yes. you don't have a man or a yeah. father figure there to teach a boy how to be a man. You have a woman it's true. trying to show a boy how to be a man if you don't know. I can be, I'm the mama and the daddy. On that, on Father's Day, my son gave me something. I can be both. What do you say there? You have to be, yeah. I mean, I ain't going to sit up there and say that there aren't some strong mothers out there that know what they're doing. I can't say that there aren't now. They definitely are. But she can only take you so far. That, that, That was my point, yeah. She can only teach you so much. Somewhere down the line, you're going to take a man to show you or teach you how to be a man. Yes, sir. You know. Yes, sir. And it's and not like her I fault. Said, yeah. We're not blaming her. We're we not we not blaming her. we just we just laying out the facts. That's all. Right. 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 It, it, it's not her fault. It, 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 it really isn't. It, it's not her fault. You know, but there are so many factors and so many things. Like I said, why, you know, the, the success rate is so low. You know, like you said uh, before, why are so many of us, it's, it's nothing wrong with it if you want to, especially when you're a young man and you're getting out on your own, nothing wrong, there's nothing wrong with renting an apartment. You know, but when you begin to make some, you know, decent money, yeah, you know, and that's another thing too. You know, you say, well, why are we failing? Why is the success rate of our relationship so low? 
you know, the black man has no idea the science of money. You know, right. nobody taught us that. Right. Nobody's come along to teach us the science of money. Anytime you have money, it needs to grow. Like everything else in the universe. But nobody came along to teach us, to teach us that or tell us how to do it. Do you, but do you think that, see, here's, here's my problem, Brother Jarvis. I feel like there are people that's out here trying to teach, but because of the, because of the sweet tooth our people are being given for chicanery, they turn their back on good teachers to get a devil, to take a devil for the hand. And, and you know, grab, grab the devil's hand. Because the devil will say, hey, you know, it's more fun over here than going in reading this book or right. following this man or listening to this woman who got knowledge or whatever. The devil will tell you, you could go and do that and you're going to have more fun. Right. And so it's hard, in my opinion, hard for our people to grasp good teaching. Cause you're saying it, man. You, say, I mean, you know, if the father's not there, okay, the father's not there. That's your, that's your first. <laughs> I know you and I, we we had this lesson, but your father's the first teacher to tell you that everybody ain't gonna be nice to you. That's your right. first one that's gonna tell you, man. You know what I'm saying? Everybody out there ain't gonna be nice to you. You know, you think I'm kicking you hard with these boots. Wait till you step outside this door. You're going to run into some people that ain't going to be nice to you for no other reason other than you got a different color skin. Right. So, but you need somebody who can break that down to you, right? But a lot of of us don't have, a lot of our young brothers don't have that, don't have that uh, person there, right? Right. So, there it comes, comes a self-fulfilling prophecy of how to do it and, and, and what what it takes to fix it. So, brother, what I've done is I put down 16. He's not the only reasons, but these are kind of the major reasons why a young black man it falls back on what you were saying is just, just not having knowledge. Most of this stuff is just not having the knowledge. So we go through it, and then we're going to try to figure out how can we bring this knowledge back into the situation, all right? Right. So uh, 16 reasons black men don't do well in society. Um, Number one, and, and these are not in no particular order, but, you know, they are very important, all of them. Number one, they participate in unprotected premarital sex, you know, regularly. Right? Right. So, it's a numbers game, brother. I mean, so many, so many times you're going to go to uh, to fight, I mean, to, to the battleground. I mean, eventually you're going to hit something. Eventually you're going to hit the target. And so, um, and uh, the the key word is premarital, and you're just unprepared. There's a show called 
Teen Mom on on VH1, I think it is. This is the MTV of VH1. Great show, man, because it shows these. It shows the girls like sixteen having babies, right? Right. And the girl is like happy and thinking it's a cute little thing. And the dude is like, man, I'm trying to go play some video games. He's just totally out of the the guy. They show the guy, man. He's he's not going to the baby appointments. He's out riding motorcycles with his friends. He's just not there. No sense of responsibility. Exactly, brother. No, but you, that you got a responsibility that's looking you in the face, and you got to deal with it. Right, so, or or but yeah, somebody has to deal with it. So a lot of times, what do they do? In my opinion, they leave it to the parents, right? Let yeah. them, or she'll figure it out. Let her, let her deal with it. Because I ain't ready to handle that. Okay, but then they go out and do it again. They go out and do it again, and it's just now this. This one child that don't have a father in their life because fathers don't usually typically live with them, right? He living with his parents. Right. He's sixteen. She's sixteen. Father's not there. He's only there when he comes to visit. And the girl is like, she like a banshee. You ain't come here and visit little Ray Ray because little Ray Ray is asking about you, and she thinks by pressurizing him into going to visit that she's going to build a family with this dude. Like, she's going to, this dude's going to some kind of say, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's just making herself more unattractive by nagging him. And she doesn't realize yeah. that. Right? Okay. Right. So, my question to you, because maybe it's me, do you think unprotected sex, premarital sex, Unprotected, uh, well, I wouldn't say, let me say it another way. Do you think uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, You know, having premarital sex a lot unprotected is a recipe for disaster. Young. Yeah. <laughs> and and what, again, putting it, putting that equation, there's no sense of responsibility. Yeah, so I was gonna ask you what problems does that present? You know, it's like it's like putting a five year old in the uh in the car seat. Or not in the car seat, but in, in the in the driver's seat. You know, that five year old gonna wreck that car. Right. It, you start the car up, put it in drive, and watch what happens. Right. Right. You know. So, yeah, that is a recipe. You know, a five-year-old in the driver's seat is a recipe for disaster. You know, wreck that car. Now, I got the next one I got is kind of heavy. And that one is, you know, acceptance of the current hip-hop culture. Meaning like the love and hip hops, the music, and the, the, the just the 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 clout 
culture that we have, meaning that you ain't nobody unless you got a million subscribers or, you know, a million followers. or You ain't really nobody. And um, what you think is, well, first of all, is that a problem in your vision? And is if so, what is the major issue? What is what are the major issues that that presents itself? Accepting hip hop culture. Yeah, the current hip hop culture. The current hip hop culture, which says it's okay for women to bag as many bodies as they can, keep going and going and going and going. Uh, you know, um, we got so many rappers. We got another rapper that just passed away about two weeks ago. And another one passed away about a week before that. He was killed in um, gun violence. And uh, this hip-hop is the only culture where uh, all your artists are being killed, basically. And so um, the death, the, the death, the violence, the drugs, and the destruction that it seems to be um, walking hand-in-hand hand with this current hip-hop culture i mean that's the way i see it what do you see because maybe we don't see, you know what i mean uh Sometimes the hip-hop culture itself uh i like it i mean because you know it's it's a part of us in the black community i like the negativity of it like you said um as far as promoting that black women bag as many bodies as they can. If he was to ask them in the industry, I guess the Carly B and Nicki Minaj, they'll, I think, I'm pretty sure they would, if he was to interview them, they would let you know that that's not what we're, that's not what we're promoting at all. And uh-uh. I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't say that you're not wrong for looking at it that way or anybody's wrong because it's like, well, you're very, sensual and or sexual in your videos. So what are you promoting? I mean, you show, you know, if you put bait on a hook, <laughs> put the hook in the, in the ocean, the fish are going to bite. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you put bait out there for a man. And then when he bites, you wonder why he behaved that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's unfair to even do that. So to look at it that way, I can't say you're wrong. It's like, well, you, you're telling me you're available. Look how you're you're very provocative. You're telling your body, your body language, and your, you're telling me. This. Yeah. You know, but a lot of women. But if you tell them you need to dress down, or they get offended by that. Why are you offended by me? advising you to to you know get a man to uh, I don't want to say behave himself but to force him to respect you yeah. you know you can't show him to do it yeah. you can't show, you can really can't show a man anything his imagination is vivid and, and wide anyway well you know he doesn't need much right yeah you know True. for him to uh, for his imagination to take off yeah, but I mean, I, I think that I, I think that 
I think we all can appreciate the um I don't want to say strength but the the you know the the power in which the current hip hop culture tries to you know portray itself uh you know but like you like like we're talking about see we're raising women that don't know how to be women or we we're raising females that don't know how to be women then they get to a certain age and they say you know what happened how come there ain't no men there ain't no men around and it's not because of that it's because they they they're too masculine and and men don't like masculine women and unfortunately the, the hip hop culture supports masculine women the women pretty much most of the time have to have a masculine framework on them and <laughs> i you know good luck to anybody who would marry any one of those type of women who walks around with a masculine frame good good luck to you because that's difficult. It's difficult to be in a relationship with a masculine woman because she's going to, you're never going to be right and it's always going to be your fault. I don't care if she did it. You should have stopped her. You know what I mean? So it's 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 a difficult thing. But I don't like the hip-hop culture promoting to the girls that it's okay to have 100 bodies, 200 bodies. Because now then what you're going to expect is a man to come in and want to deal with you like you are, um, you know, you don't have that much role work on you. And that's going to be unfair to him. Because once he realizes, once he sees how much role work you got on you, why is he going to want to pay new car prices for a used jalopy? Yeah. Even though you got a new coat of paint on you and, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> uh, new windows and all that. But still, under the hood, it's still the same beat down engine and transmission. So that's my point with the with the hip-hop culture. It's not really leading our girls or our brother or the brotherhood. The brotherhood is the same way. It teaches them to be violent towards each other and the sisterhood. And nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. There was a time when people would stand up and say, hey, you know, this is not good. But now, I guess most of those people say, hey, if y'all black people like it, we love it. Keep on teaching your girls how to be promiscuous. Keep on teaching your men or your males how to kill each other. Everything's going to be great. long as you don't bring it over here, we're cool with it. That's the part that gets. That's the part that gets. So they following. It's like um, the Pied Pipers, man. You know, they just follow you out to a place of no man's land and you can't come back. It's difficult to come back. At least that's my opinion. That's my opinion. And it's like, uh, you know, Minister Tony once said, you know, there's uh they got the beats are so the beats are so good 
that they ensnare the people because of the beats. They don't even know what they actually listening to until they break it down later and they see what they actually listen to. Then they got a decision to make. Am I with this or am I not with this? Right? Right. We all listen to the chronic. We all was like, man, that's bomb. You know, it's, until we broke down the lyrics of everything, it was like, wow. You had to make a decision. Am I with this? Can I really have this plan with my children in the car? Can I, you know, you know what I mean? Can I, can I have that happening? You know, what, what, can I, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, we got decisions to make as adults, as parents, you know, we had decisions to make. So I think that the hip hop culture is, in, is definitely following that culture is definitely leading our people to believe like, Hey, you can same thing with the young men, man. You know, you can bag all these bodies. That's what's gonna really make you a man when you when you got all these bodies under you. But does that make you a man? Right. Right? I'd rather sleep with one good woman than a thousand bad ones. Flipping them all over yeah. the place. What 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 yeah. good is it? Yeah, what what man is right right mind would? And like yeah. I said, her and it's really not good for the woman. I heard his people around like that. You, you, for, especially for a woman. A man is a little different, but for a woman, man. now how do you differentiate between a good man and a bad one? Because your heart, because you ain't like the man. Yeah. You know, you you all, everything kind of go together from what I understand. Yeah. You know, but, but with a man, he can somewhat separate. Yeah. You know, he can, he can flee with a woman. To him, it don't mean nothing. Yeah, like all I tell sisters, if you sleep with a man, see if I cheat, it's different if you cheat. What do you mean by that? Yeah, it still, <laughs> still may hurt you, but but when I cheat, a lot of times I really didn't think about it. I just did it, <laughs> you know. But when you cheat, you thought about it. You thought about that. Well, I think they're becoming. You, so, you waited. I think they're becoming so masculine, man, that they don't. They're getting into a masculine frame where they don't even care. I mean, it's like they're not even, it's just like they're just bagging bodies like us, man. Now, I will say this. They're different, like, in this regard. Like, unlike the unlike um, the man, the man can, now, this is just, we're just talking about wear and tear. A man can bag a 100 bodies. I mean, he can bag a 100 bodies. It's not gonna wear and tear on him as much as a female. A female bags hundred bodies is gonna really wear and tear. It's gonna show. It's gonna really make its mark, and so it's gonna make a mark emotionally. It's gonna make a mark physically, and yeah. it's just and it's not healthy, especially in today's man. It's not healthy, man. You just can't. We're running out there, man, just banging around like back in the day. You get a little shot and you'd be done with it. Now, man, there's so many things you could come down with. And now they got the COVID on top of that. It's just so many things you could come down with. It's just yeah. it's better to it's better to try to find you know someone. I'm not so you saying oh, Brooklyn. You, you say I shouldn't go out with no women. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, 
You can go out with women. You don't have to bag them all. Go out with a bunch of women. See what they're talking about. You know what I mean? There's some women you're going to go out on a date. As soon as you pick them up, you already know, man, this ain't going nowhere. I'm, right. I'm just not physically attracted to this lady or whatever. You know well, what I mean? Well, you know, too, you don't really start developing that till you, you start getting older. <laughs> you know, when you're 20, you, you even deal with the attitude because you, you ain't paying no attention to that. Okay. You know, it's only when you when you hit the 30s, I believe, you start to be like, wait a minute, do I really do I kind of want to put up with this? Because you know, as you get older, your tolerance goes down, right? You know, and nobody wants to deal with a nasty attitude. Who wants to deal with that? Right. You know, and as you get older, her nasty attitude takes away from her physical attributes. <laughs> it's not worth you know? it. But that's only as you get older. Yeah, but and when you're young, you don't care. Yeah, well, I, I think when you're young, you got a different, like we were talking about before, I, you have a different set of standards. But when you get, like you said, when you get a little older, you've been there, you've done that, now you're looking at it like, okay, I've been there and done that. I bag bodies, so, you know, what what's what am I getting besides that doing this? And when you look at it, you ain't really getting nothing, you know, why should I be involved with that? You know what I mean? So why should I do this? Don't make no sense to me. Because I ain't getting nothing out of it. But anyway, that's the that's the hip-hop culture situation. I think that 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 situation is a is a serious situation because, like I said, we're not even in control of that situation where it's so far out of hand that it's being used as a tool to drive the people into hell. And how do we tell the young brothers, hey, don't, you know, you you going down a path of destruction, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it, brother. So it's like, man, you know, you got to chip away at it. But that's that. So, uh Next thing is on the list, man, like you said before, there's no fathers. There's no fathers in the home to model after. So there's so many single mothers out there, man, that unfortunately the fathers are not, they chose to have babies with guys who were not ready for fatherhood. And they could see that and they decided at some point, I got to let this man go because he's not ready to deal with this situation. I could do it better on my own. Okay. But now it's nobody to teach this man, teach this boy how to put a suit on, how to you know, shine his shoes, how to, you know, take a punch, how to roll, you know, how to, you know what I mean, how to get over a breakup. You know, I remember one time, man, I was, I was, I, man, I really liked this girl, man. I really liked this girl. And she, she played me so far to the left, man. Oh. She, and, and I was so infatuated with her. I I couldn't figure out, like, what is she, she wasn't, I mean, she wasn't even that cute, man. I was like, what, what am I so 
stuck on her for. And I hated it. I hated the fact that I was stuck on her. I wanted to not be on, but man, if she called, I was stand to attention, right? Well, this girl finally broke up with me, man. She got tired. She was like, man, I'm I'm tired of, she was actually playing two of us, me and me and the ex. So I was used as bait to bring, bring the ex back into the situation, right? Um, so she quit me, man. So my father saw me, man. He was like, what's the matter with you? I was like, you know, so-and-so broke up with me. I thought he was going to say something, you know, encouraging. He started laughing, man. <laughs> he started laughing, dude. And I was like, what's so funny? Yeah. And he's just like, man, shh. You think you got a problem? He just laughed and he walked away. Right. I'm left. See, now, Brother Jarvis, that's old school. See, they do something and then they walk away and they let you figure out what the hell happened. You figure out what what I was talking about. You figure out what was going on. Uh, So... That was that was, but I had my father in the house. That was a fortunate situation for me. I didn't always see it as fortunate because the man was, oof, oof. Yeah, uh-huh. he was not. Yeah, he was not that person that the, his coworkers knew. He was a whole other person at home. You know, he was. A, right. You know what I mean? But, right. but he was there. I got to give him credit because he was there. Um, but there ain't no fathers out here to model, man. Now, what kind of effect you think that's going to have on these young men when they have, they don't have no – because people, they model. They model what they think is a good thing for them to behave like. They try to – you know, most people will find a mentor, whether the person know they are – whether the person know they're – a mentor or not, if they'll try to find a mentor and try to pattern themselves after the mentor. But if there's no father there, at least you could pick the stuff that you like about the father. You can say, hey, you know, I appreciate this part of it. I don't like this part. But, I pre-. but if there's nobody there, how do you do it? What do you do? That's a question for you, brother. What do you do if there's no father there? Right. How do you get the mentoring that you need or you, you should know, have? As far as the black community and young black men, we're mothers, you know, and she's not built like this, so she'll never necessarily get it. That's where organized sports comes into play. You know, Mother Clarence, they don't have parks in communities every so many miles for no reason. You know, nothing is just so. Nothing is just so. Right. You know, it's a scientific fact that if you go to college, they'll they'll teach you this. I, I, I don't know if it's social studies. I know there's a course, but they'll teach you this. There's a reason why they have parks so many miles in every community. Right. Because... Young men, 
and young girls too, and and a community. You need to get out, right? You know, and physical education is a part of life. Mm-hmm. You know, like anything else, like art, it's a part of life, right? So when you say, you know, uh, where do you get this mentoring from? That's where organized sports comes into play: basketball, football, right. soccer, boxing. Uh, you know, all that comes into play. Uh-huh. You know, now the term that they've used in the last what thirty, twenty, thirty years is soccer mom. Well, the reason why mothers pick soccer because it's the least uh, contact sport. Correct. And my boy won't get killed out there. Right. But you're taking something from him. Because boys are, by nature, are aggressive. Right. And some boys need football. Yeah. Some boys need basketball. Basketball is very, very physical and very demanding. Yeah. You know, as far as, you know, cardio is very demanding. Yeah. Running up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. They got their defense and offense. Yeah. It's very demanding. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's so many lessons in organized, you know, sports and peewee football. Uh, organized basketball, you know, little league basketball. There's so many lessons in that yeah, baseball. for young men to learn. Yeah. yeah, baseball. There you go, baseball. Yeah. There's so much to learn in all that. Yeah. You know, but and then Reagan cut a lot of that out too, and that's a whole nother story. All that stuff yeah. used to be free. Yeah. All that. Man. Your Reagan favorite president, man. Your favorite president, Brother Jarvis. Cut all that, cut those, cut those programs, brother. He said, "They can cut all that." He said, "If you ain't rich in America, it's on you. It's your fault. Right. We don't need to subsidize that no more." Well, right, yeah. right. So this mentoring that you're looking for, as far as for for young men, that's only one avenue. You know, the girls and boys club. Yes, you know, uh, all that. You know, uh, you know, needs to be, uh, you know, it needs to be, to me, federally funded. It needs to be all federally funded. You know, yeah. after school, to me, after school, uh, child care, to me, needs to be federally funded. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, a, a, a lot of things, so to make it to where, if you, I mean, you may divorce a profit. Why not make child rearing a profit? You know, yeah. if the, and you made the mother to work. Well, somebody got to watch that baby. She's still at work at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, somebody has to watch the child. And you should you know, have. And, make, and make it profitable to watch children. Yeah. You know, but like I said, all, all this, and 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 then with with that, you know, bringing back to the question, where do you find it? You know, if you're going to make it profitable. Watch these children and set up or an after school program. Set up something where, okay, it is after school, but it's something organized. Okay, since we got to watch it for another two hours. Yeah. You know, uh, um, uh, you, you know, we, 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 we put them in something organized where, you know, uh, you're going to be here for two hours. Well, we just can't have them sitting here doing nothing. Yeah. Don't do something. Either do your homework. Or I don't want to say make them play basketball, but give them something, something to do. Yeah, karate, something. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. There you go, there you go. Martial arts. Yeah. There you go. You know, so you know, this mentorship. But to me, it needs to be federally funded. 
You made divorce profitable. Make that profitable. Yeah, but divorce people, is more not. People would do it. Divorce is not federally funded, my brother. So you know that's no, it's not federally funded. Well, yeah, no, it's not. But I'm just saying, it's just saying in this society, you made certain things profitable. You could destroy a relationship or help build a community back up. Yeah, but see, who would who see whenever whenever something like that happens, you got to ask yourself who's gonna benefit. You got to be like them detectives when they when somebody gets murdered, they go first thing they go is who's benefit from this person being dead. Oh, right. the person who name on the life insurance. Let's go check that person out. Okay, right. well in this right. situation, who's gonna benefit from them them putting billions and trillions of dollars into that kind of situation? It would be us. We would be we would be the most beneficiaries, the greatest beneficiaries out of it, right? Yeah. But who wants us to benefit that le- at that level? Who really wants us to, who in power, I should say, wants us to benefit at that level? They want us to benefit so far, but they got jails that they building. Who do you think they're building them jails for? <laughs> they ain't, you know, they, they expect a couple of white boys to land up in there, but everybody else, they, they, they mostly building them for us. For those of us that cannot be um, that get frustrated. Those of us that get frustrated with trying to follow the mainstream agenda and take the matters into our own hands, right? There's brothers out there that say, I'm, I, I don't want to work because it don't make no sense for them to spend 40 hours a week at a job when they can just go rob a bank. I mean, that's how they think. The money right there, I can just go get it. Or I can rob this drug dealer or whatever. I could just go get it. Why do I have to go and work for 40 hours, right? Right. And th- they need a place for brothers like that. I'm telling you how they're thinking. Because, right. only, uh, you know, there's going to be a small percentage of brothers that's like that, that got that much testosterone, that kind of thinking process. And when you put it all together, they're not going to be, there's no, uh, they're not going to go and read the law books to find out what they can and can't do. They're just going to move. So we need a right. place to put those people like that. And so I feel like right. that's why they're not going to invest in those kind of activities anymore. We, the black people, we got to invest in it so that we can keep those things going or create uh, avenues where those young men can get taught. Because if they're not getting taught at home, like you said, they, they, a portion of them going to go and be in youth sports. Okay? But what happens right. to the rest? The majority of them are not going to be playing sports. Where are they going to go? Right. What are they going to do? Right? So we need to have a full program for educating them on what's going to happen after you get to a certain point. You know? Police look at you just like they look at me. They'll throw you up in the air. They'll put your, they'll put your, their, their knee on your neck just like they do me. So you need to be prepared for that. How do you handle that? How do you, how are you going to handle a confrontation with the police so that you can go home? Right? 
So I'm thinking like like us like we said, you know, without a father in the home, these are these men are exposed young men are exposed to all these different things and these things keep them from they fall into the traps set for them. You you know what a kill zone is, brother? Kill zone? A kill zone. Depends on the context of where you use it. A kill zone, a kill zone like a military, they will have what they call a kill zone. They will have a place where the enemy has to enter. They can only enter from one location, and they can only exit from the other location. Right. And in that zone, they can give, for example, when we told the story about how they would kick the Palestinians out of Jerusalem. You got to go down that road. Palestinians would say, but we, our homes are here. They said, no, not no more. You got to here. You got to go. And they send the Palestinians down that road knowing there's another group down there on the farther down that road that's going to murder everybody. They know it already. But the Palestinians don't know. So they send them in the, in the dish. It's nothing but desert on, on either side. So you got to go down the road. If they got guns stopping you coming back, you got to go this way. So they just pack all their stuff and go that way, right? Right. And they get to a certain part. They just mow them down. Sweep them off and get rid of them until the next ones come by. Right. Right. But that's what they call a kill zone. That's a kill zone where they got you can, their enemy enters in from one location and they can't go back. They have to go through and they have to go through that zone, and that's when they get slaughtered. Anyway, we are in a physical kill zone, a a not so much a military kill zone, but a social kill zone where our people are not uh, being afforded the, um, our young men are not being given the skills that they need to be productive and successful. And the people that's profiting off of it are people that invest in private prisons, right? Because they need people to go into these prisons, right? Right. So, that's who's profiting off of it. So I think that you, it's a good idea, and what you're saying, you're right. It should be federal funded, but I, in my opinion, I don't believe that the feds are going to fund it because too many of those cats making money off of the suffering. So why would they? You know what I mean? Yeah. They got wives that are running these. Uh, or charitable organizations to give stuff away, give turkeys away. And that's what they, you know, they, they feel good giving those turkeys away. But if you know how to feed yourself, you won't have to take that turkey, right? You could get up and feed yourself. Then they're out of a job. They wives out of a job. So, that in my opinion, it's just a difficult situation. I don't, 
I think you're right. I think that they should do it, but I don't see why they would do it. Just following the money and following who's going to benefit, I just I don't see why they would do it. Just to help us. <laughs> well, and helping us, if you really you helping your own. So you gonna spite your you gonna spite us, or you gonna spite your own to spite us? Right. You know the, the the federal government is supposed to be what everyone. So you're not helping us; you're helping everybody. Hey, brother. That's how it should, that's how it should be looked at. It should be, but you know what, man? Some of these people, man. I was I was reading this thing about the uh, the Russians and when they went into. Uh, they went into uh, Poland, man, in the 1940s. They went into Poland. And, man, they just took everything out of there. They just took the resources, everything. And <clears throat> it got so bad, brother, it got so bad that they would take the youngest child and kill the youngest child and cook it for the other for the rest of the family members to eat, brother. That's how bad it got. Think about that, man. Think about that fortune. Your youngest child, you put a bullet in your youngest child's head. Take it and fillet it and cook it so the other ones can eat. That's how bad the situation was down there. And what I'm saying is sometimes, man, you got some people, man, nothing is too much. You know what I mean? They feel like, hey, nothing is too much. Even if we got to run over some of our own people to do it, it's not too much. That sounds like Donald Trump. (laughs) It's not too much, man. We can do this. But that's not, that's, that's, like I said, all of that stems from, like we were saying, no father in the home. The next thing is, uh, whoo. Another 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 big one is uh nobody taught us how to eat to live. Well, I will, let me say let me rephrase that. We were not taught originally how to eat to live. Most of us were not taught how to eat to live. Right? We just ate what our parents ate. And yeah. what they eat, hog maws, chitlins, fat back, salt pork. Everything that we probably shouldn't be eating. Well, I'm going to say probably we shouldn't be eating. But that's what they taught us to eat. But we didn't know no better. They didn't know no better. They was giving us the best they, they was doing the best of their understanding. That's why God let them live so long. But you dying because you know better. You supposed to know better now. You got the information. Or you can't have the information. But most of the time, man, these brothers, we lead in the world in diabetes. We lead in the world in heart disease. We lead in the world in kidney disease. We lead in all these different bad, uh, all these bad uh, uh, diseases. Lupus, I think. We lead, we lead in everything. Could it have something to do with our diet, Brother Jarvis? Brother Jarvis, you there? Yes, sir. No, that, that's a question. I thought that was rhetorical. No, 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 no. That's a question, dude. I'm asking you. I know I have my feelings. 
But the, the the thing about I like about the both of us is sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't agree. And so right. I'm asking you, do you think that us not learning how to eat properly had an effect, has an effect, especially on these young brothers, man, who 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 grew up on fast food? Do you think that 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 has an effect on them, on their brain chemistry, on their bodies? What do you think? Well, it definitely, it definitely has an effect because even the devil taught, you know, you are what you eat. Growing up with those uh, children, you know, commercials, you know, uh, conjunction, junction, what, yeah, function, <laughs> you know, all that little stuff like that, man, no commercials, you are what you eat. They were absolutely right. Yeah. Because you have some of them amongst themselves who are trying to save their own because they know, well, at this yeah. rate, Everybody gonna die. We can't. We can't continue to live like this. So it definitely has an effect on young black men. You know, eating the wrong food. Yeah. You know, because when you eat the wrong food, you think wrong. You think wrong, yeah. you're gonna do wrong. Like you said, getting back to, you know, we ate that. You know, that, that goes back to uh, 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 slavery. That goes back. That's all we. That's, you ate the quote unquote good part of the hog, and you left us the chilling. That's all right. we had to eat. So you, you know. What's the what's the first law, you know, uh, 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 survival? The first law right. is self preservation. Right. You know, that's the first law, self preservation. Right. So you do what you got to do. You eat what you have to eat. Right. In order to survive. Right. So, but it wasn't it wasn't good for you. And uh, you know, it's been proven. No matter how much you you could burn pork, you cannot burn the worm out of that meat. No matter what you do. You can't burn that. You cannot I'll burn that it. microscopic I'll just cook worm. It I just keep cooking it until I just keep cooking you it. You cannot burn that worm out of that meat. You can't burn that worm out of that meat. And that worm becomes a part of your system and your bloodstream. And you wonder why you get cancer. I just keep, you know? I just keep cooking it. And boy, I'm going to boil it first. Then I'm going to cook it. Yeah. Then in I'm, vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've heard Ooh, that. More than vinegar. Oh, man. Ooh, man. But, you know, hey, you know, everybody has their. So let's preface it with this, Brother Jarvis, before they hit us up. We are just talking facts. We're not talking. We don't have no opinion because both of us ate pork before we came into a certain kind of knowledge. So we're not saying nobody's a bad person. We're just saying that that is not a healthy uh, well, meat, meat in general is not actually healthy, but it's it's definitely uh, pork is definitely not one of the um, it's the least of the healthier the least of the meats that are healthy, or where healthy meaning uh, parasite um, infusion infused uh, meats. So um, that's what we're saying. Sorry, brother Jarvis. No, go, go ahead. I mean, I, I, were we concluding? Uh, yeah, we were just concluding on the fact that they don't know how to eat. So if you don't know how to eat, you don't know how to live because you, you live through your stomach. And if you don't right. eat properly, you won't be able to think properly. If you can't think no. properly, you can't sleep properly. And therefore, right. you're just all out of whack. So you're frustrated all the time because you, you, you want something to eat that's good. But you can't have it. You want something. You want to think well, but you can't think well. And you want to sleep well, and you can't sleep well. 
so you're frustrated, so you try to find other ways to to take it out, and then of course you act out and may be impregnating women or being violent or some kind of way, just where you don't not able to control ourselves in a productive manner. And all the time wondering what's wrong with me. All the time, Cause not knowing, just not knowing. Yeah. Um. Let's move on, brother, because we got a lot to get to. Uh, relationships with women who are unprepared for the reality of monogamous relationships. So we, you know, as a young man, who you don't know nothing about no monogamy. That's why, man, when I hear young men in their 20s talking about I'm getting ready to get married, I'm like, what are you talking about, man? You shouldn't be getting married until you're in your 40s, Right? Date a woman, you can always go back. You can always go back. You know, for men, women are like ice cream, man. You can always go back. Put it in the refrigerator. You can always go back and get, you know, get some new one. You know what I mean? It's 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 not a bad thing to be able to reach back. So I say, I mean, well, I say 45 is the standard. There's going to be exceptions to the rule because some dudes are just, um, they just got their stuff together early, man. You know, they get their stuff together really early. But most dudes, it's going to take you to you in your 40s to kind of figure out what you, what's, what, what is really going to be required of you. When you get married in your 20s, man, you don't really know what's required of you. You don't have no clue about the kind of, commitment that you're actually making in your 40s man you don't you don't blew a couple things you are you know okay i know what kind of commitment i'm making here i can commit or i can't commit and you can be honest with somebody but these young men they don't know so they end up getting involved with women having children with them and then not sticking around or getting booted off the scene because they don't know no better. Because they don't know how to keep commitments. It's sad. It's sad. Well, in your 20s, you know, there's so much change in your life also. You really don't know who you are. You don't even really know what you like. You think right. you know, oh, I like that kind of girl. No, you yeah. don't. Oh, no, no, I like that kind of girl. Yeah. No, yeah. you don't. Yeah. What kind of girl do I like? Yeah, you got to try them first. Yeah. Trial and error. Yeah. Your body will tell you what you like and don't like you know, as far as physical. Yeah. But you don't know what you like. Yeah. And you're in your 20, you like them all. Yeah. Nah, you really don't like them all. Even your yeah. body don't like them all. Yeah. So some are better to you than others. It's like, oh, wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. Some women your body like or is more attracted to than, than others. Just like that. Yeah. That's how it go. But you don't, you don't know. You think you know. Oh, I like the skinny one over there. Yeah. Well, I like the big, the big one over there. The fat one over there. No, you don't like them both. Prefer one over another. Yeah. Your eyes say you like them both, but you don't. Nah. You, what does your body say? One you like more than the other. And after a while, you know, like of course, to get to your thirties, you start you start to discover that. Yeah. Well, you know, I really like this kind of woman. More than I like this kind of woman. You know, but you don't know. So, like I say, in your twenties, there's so much change. Uh. We're not even talking about women. I mean, they change on a daily. Right. Normally, men in their 20s change gradually. 
for women in their twenties. They change every day. Yeah. Yeah. Hard to keep up with with one. Yeah. Yeah. You ask me why you do that? I don't know. Especially you really don't ones, know why she did that. Especially ones under twenty five, man. It's just they it's, it's like romper room out there. Yeah. And yeah. cute too. Why you scratch that boy's car? You didn't have to scratch his car. Yeah. I don't know. You don't know. You did it. You don't know why. Yeah. I was mad. And that's why you did it? Yeah. But there ain't no repercussions. She knows she ain't going to go to jail. so She can do it. Yeah. Because uh, I just got mad. I did it. Oh, well. But you keep her car. She'll be sitting in jail for six months. Yeah. She's so crazy. She's crazy. She crazy. Yeah, I need a protection order. <laughs> oh man okay let's move on down the line man um another problem man is uh this is a this is another one this is this is a big one too man it seems small but it's big faith man they don't know how to increase their faith in, in, in other words in other words they see mama watching joe Osteen. Or mama going to the church, but they look at the church as a place where people getting hustled. How, you know what? What? What is? How do you get this young man? Because you need faith, and I'm gonna tell you here's why: you need to be able to believe that you can do something that hasn't been accomplished yet, but you can see it in your head. You just gotta be have the faith that'll keep you with your hands on the pump. And you need faith. I'm not saying you got to have a particular faith. Whereas you say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Muslim, I'm a, I'm a Jew, I'm a this, I'm a that. What I'm saying is you have to have some faith, some belief in a higher power to help you keep you straight. Man, you need faith to, to, to say, I can do this. I can, I can do this. It may not be happening today. It may not happen tomorrow, but it's going to happen down the line. And you can work towards that, right? But if you don't have no faith, what's the saying, brother? Where there's no faith? Without faith, there are no works. Without no faith, there's no works. Yeah. Without no works, there's nothing. Yeah. So we, we uh, you got to have faith. Now, the question is, I'm asking you, how do we get these brothers, if they look at the church, and not only the church, maybe the temple, as a place where people are getting hustled, how do we introduce faith back into them? Wow. I mean, I can't say that the young black man doesn't see the church as a hustle game. Or a pimp game, right? Or just a game, or just a game. Period. Right. I mean, I mean, look at, and I don't believe in one or two scandals in like the reflection of the whole church as a whole. I don't believe in that. But I can't say there haven't been scandals that have rocked the church world. Yes, sir. And there was a time where we just didn't tolerate certain things. Yeah. The black church has changed. Right, and the black church is ran by that sisterhood. Yeah, sisters run that church. Yes, sir. Men don't run the church. 
women run the black church. Yes, sir. Men run the mosque or the nation of Islam, but women run the black church. Yes, sir. They vote the preacher in, and they vote the preacher out. Sir. And because a woman is the way she is, her discipline isn't like a man. There was a time when the choir director, you wasn't going to be slamming and directing that choir. Yeah. There was a time we didn't tolerate that. Right. But now the black church does. Why? Because that woman is running. Right. And there's a belief that that one who's slamming like that is the most creative. Now, I'm not going to say they're not creative. I can't say they aren't. aren't. But there's a belief that if you flaming or you got those kind of tendencies or characteristics, that you're the most qualified to run that quiet. Right. Because that's what they do. Right. You know, and it's not that black men aren't, you know, creative. But black man, he really doesn't have a given a chance to show, especially when you're young, your creative side. He really can't afford to. You know, he's you know, on one end he's trying to stay alive. On the other end, he's just trying to make it. So his creative side is never really developed until he might get older and then he can kinda like I guess you as I said, let your hair down or you know, you know what? I can be creative now. Now you're in your late forties, you're going into your fifties. Yeah. Because when I you hit that age, can't nobody tell you nothing. They can challenge your sexuality <laughs> and you laugh at them. You know you ain't that. Yeah. You can call me anything you want to call me. I know yeah. I ain't that. Yeah. So yeah, you know, uh, you, you don't, you don't, you don't give a, you're not giving a chance, opposed to your uh, white counterpart. He's yeah. given an opportunity and a chance, yeah. you know, to create his. Uh, I mean, yeah, to develop his creative side. Yeah, he can do that, but it's like you can't. They don't let you. Yeah. You know? Well, well in, unless you unless you're gonna serve the body, yeah, they're not gonna let you. Uh, if you're not gonna, if you're not if your creativity is not serve the body, no, nah, gonna hold you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. So how do we? Uh, so so. Well, my thinking is that. That job, most brothers don't want that job anyway. And the ones that do, be careful. Be careful. They 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 probably want it so that they can get next to you know, all the solid sisters in the choir, you know what I mean? So be careful. But the average brother don't really want that job. So here comes this dude, he wants that job. That's his job. Especially <laughs> as a sisterhood running the church. That is his job. We gonna find a place for you, baby. Don't worry about it. We got a place for you. You know, and they, yeah. they put the, they put them symbols in his hands, or they put the, yeah. put the or they make him the choir director, or put him behind a piano, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. We'll find something for yeah. you, right? Or put the you thing on. Thing about it is, you have to admit he's pretty good with them symbols all behind that piano. He's very good at that. Man, I mean, you know, that's what he been doing. That's when he shine, right? He get his yeah. shine back when he do that. But the question is, the young brother, he feel like, man, 
I know, see, this brother feel like here's a brother that ain't even like women, but he's on a higher level than me. Yeah, I'm nobody. This dude is yeah. somebody, and he don't even like women. He's not even a regular yeah. dude. Yeah. Where do I fit in in this equation? Yeah. All I'm supposed yeah, to do is just him. come here and dig in my pocket and put money out here? Yeah. We need a new wing, another wing, another wing. Yeah. This place should have flew away all these wings we don't put on here, right? But yeah. that's all I'm here for, right? Just to do this. So they get disenchanted, man, and they just say, man, F it, man. They can have it. You know, my mama's singing the choir. This dude is running the choir. My sisters are doing solo, you know, but I had to sit in a pew for three hours while they practice, and then I got to sit in the pews again on Sunday and then come back Sunday night service, you know. They just get disenchanted here, yeah. and then you know, if I go in the street, it's 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 excitement. It's stuff happening yeah. out there. You know what I'm saying? Real dudes being real dudes. Yeah. So, so I think um, it's gonna take a revolution in thinking, man. As far as um, them feeling about how uh them needing their faith, I think it's going to have to be a revolution and, and it's going to have to be a, 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 a situation where having faith, having a faith is not a bad thing. Like right now, I think right now it's looked at as have, is a being, is being soft. If you have a faith, you know, yeah. most, most of the time, I think that yeah. has to be because when you have a faith, it gives you standards by which to go by. You know what I mean? You have standards. And once you have standards, then you can see, you can measure your success when you have standards. When you don't have no yeah. standards, you can't really measure your success because you don't know where you've been, you don't know where you're going, you don't know how fast you're going, you don't you don't know nothing. Yeah. But, and then, it, your faith can also teach you, like you said, the breaks. You can put the brakes on things and you know when you're going too far. I'm going too far handling this situation with this woman. Let me back up. I'm going too far handling this situation with my children. Let me back up. I'm going too far handling this situation with my boss or whatever. Let me let me let me slow down. But with no faith, it's many people, brother Jarvis, many brothers are sitting in the prison. Because they snapped. Yeah. And they didn't have no faith in, um, they really didn't have a a line that they said, hey, I'm, I'm over the line here. And so they just snapped and did something that they shouldn't have did. And now somebody may be injured for life or no longer with us or injured somebody, whatever. And they're doing years in prison for that. Yeah. But just a lost mental capabilities for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. So we got to get I mean, back. That's, huh? Yeah, well, that, that's another thing too. But that's a whole other subject. I mean, men, young black men, you aren't taught. Okay, really, not that I don't care how young you are, but you know, you have to develop or you have to rise 
above your emotions. You can't allow your emotions to control you. Exactly. exactly. A woman, a woman, she can. She's made that way. Yeah. You not. Yeah. Yeah. Even when you hurt. See, that's when organized sports comes into play, especially for young black men. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. We'll get we'll suck it up. Get in there. Yeah. You gotta keep going. Yeah. Yeah, you hurt. But yeah. you learn way back in little league basketball that oh man, you know, I really hurt my hand. But I kept going. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to keep going. Yeah. Or limp across the finish line. Sometimes it'd be like that, especially for a man. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's almost always like up. that. <laughs> it's almost yeah. always like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. People you ain't let nobody see you limping across the field. You got to limp, limp after you get off the field. Yeah, you know? right. Well, right, like right. I said, you know, we got to figure that one out. How to get the brotherhood back to, you know, having faith. Um, the next one we talking about things that cause black men in particular but it could be men in general but in, but, but since we so close to the black situation we talk about black men in particular what causes them not to have uh, successful relationships and just be successful in life period have many many problems and we don't want to say oh it's just because you black it's a, it's, it's a lack of, of different knowledge you know it was once said, my people go hungry for the lack of knowledge. I mean, it's just right. a lack of knowledge that's that's causing a lot of these problems. But we get into the specific knowledge that they're lacking. Uh, it's a, a lack of knowledge of wealth building, brother. It's, you know, we don't know how to build wealth. You know what I mean? Our counterparts, right. our counterparts will take a 10- or 11-year-old boy and start teaching him about wealth building. Son, this is what you do. You get this account, you build this up, and you do this. And if he listen, by the time he's 18, he got a pretty good head start on how to, you know, build wealth. Right. But the father's not there, brother. We already addressed that. The father's not there to teach about wealth. So who's going to teach about the wealth building? And we won't. We won't pay for life coach like myself. We won't pay for somebody like that because we will feel like, hey, you know what? I shouldn't have to pay. I can learn that on my own. I hustle. But hustling ain't exactly how you get rich. You can hustle, but how you get rich, well, how you build wealth is by having certain um, procedures in place how you handle your money. That's how you build wealth. We don't have no education. That's wealth building. No education on the proper use of personal and business credit. And nobody sat me down and said, hey, you know, this is how you use personal credit. This is how you use business credit. I'm thinking, did somebody sit you down and tell you that to you? Brother. Sit me down and do what? Did, did someone sit you down and say to you, let me show you how to use personal credit. Let me show you how to use business credit. No, sir. No, sir, right? Because, I mean, it's not because they didn't want to. They just don't know themselves. They had to learn how. But I'm saying 
these things are being taught by the counterparts is being taught like when they're like 15, 16 years old. Here's how you get an LLC. Here's how you build that uh, business credit. By the time they're 18, they got such a head start on this situation until it's out of, so far out of whack. But, I mean, if you don't know how to build wealth, then how are you going to build wealth for your family? Uh, right. Next thing is, uh, well, we talked about building wealth. We talked about the proper use of personal and business credit. A lot of times people misuse personal credit, and they use, misuse business credit, and they think, you know, it's fine, but it's not fine. You got to learn how to use those things to your advantage. They can be a help or they can be a hindrance. Uh, no education on budgeting. There's nobody teaching out there. Well, not nobody, but like we said, Ronald Wilson Reagan, he was the one that defunded the school systems and the, you know, educational programs. And one of the educational classes they used to have was, um, economics. And, uh, in economics, they would show you how to budget your money once you got on your own, how to budget, how to create a budget for yourself. And, but because Reagan cut those, that funding, those classes had to go. So now the people don't know how to budget. They don't find out about right. budgeting until they end up having to declare bankruptcy sometime somewhere. And then they put them on, they put you on a budget to pay off everything. So, you don't know how to you don't know how you don't know how to budget your money. You don't know how to use credit. You don't know how to build wealth. Ay ay ay. Uh, no education on creating multiple streams of income, right? So they don't know how to they don't know how to hustle legitimately. They know how to hustle illegitimately. They don't know a lot of times how to hustle legitimately, and that can be a problem, right? Um, yeah, major. Yeah, man. Because uh, you know, if you just got one source of income, man, it's it's hard on you to try to invest in business and you know do other different things. If you have one boss that's controlling your money, yeah. So it's better to try to learn how to create multiple streams of income. Now, there's a book. There's a book called Multiple Streams of Income by a man named Robert Allen. That book is very good. It's it's dated because some of the information in that book at this point in the game, unless they've updated it, it's you know it, it was it was written I think in two thousand two or three. Uh, but as far as the principles involved, on point, right on point. That's a good book to get, and I maybe I'll do a book review on that later. Anyway. Um, you got something to say about the multiple streams of income, brother? Um, not really. I mean, you know, you could tell a young black man that he gonna nod his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But if if you don't, you can tell him that. But you have to give him. Sometimes, see, with us, you have to sometimes give us not only give us the principle, you have to give us the idea. Okay. You know, okay, I'm talking multiple streams of income, but why don't you buy you a gumball machine? And don't your friend got a, a barbershop? Buy the gumball machine, put it in the barbershop, and give him a cut. Right. You know, something like that. You have to give us, you know, because 
we're not ahead. Yeah, we hear the principle, but don't know how to apply or work. Right. You know, we we don't know, man. We 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 don't know. We want to know, right. but we don't know. You're right. You know, we 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 really don't. So you know, with us, you have to be very very patient with us, and not go like you said. You know, not going back to faith. You know. The church is full of women. It's very unattractive to young men, black men. Very unattractive. You know. Now, why is the church so unattractive to young black men? Why? Because men follow men. And there has to be a quote-unquote alpha dog. But the alpha dog can't be in front of the choir flaming. Yeah. No, no dog won't go fire. He's he not going to follow that. Yeah, it's a bad look for the average brother. Yeah, He's not going to follow that. Yeah, I don't care how many, and it, it, although he's flaming and he's directing that choir and all the girls in his face, yeah, that ain't attracted to him. I ain't following that. Right. You know, so you have, you know, you have to put a man's man in the preacher or the Pastor, you know, again, uh, we have to make it, that's kind of on us, I believe. Although I can't say the black man hasn't changed. He's still, he's going to follow a man's man. Yeah. You know, that's what he, he just did. He's not going to follow. If you're not a man's man, he's not going to follow you. The the vast majority of us, over 90%, way over 90%. if you're not a man's man, I'm not following you, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know? And the reason why we ain't in the church, quote unquote, because we're not gonna follow a con man either. The pastor yeah. or the preacher looked the one as a con man. Yeah. I just kept running game, man. Yeah. Now You that's... really don't want me to give up my bill money to put in for <laughs> yeah. that wing, do you? Yeah. 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 Uh, but see, now here's the thing. So how do they get that? How do they get that idea in their head that um, the pastor's uh, a huckster? I mean, where does that come from? Well, you got little boys. This is just an example, hypothetical. You got a little boy looking at his mama, uh-huh. and the mama's eyes is full of admiration towards that pastor. And that little boy who made, let's say he knows his daddy. Right. But you ain't got no admiration in your eyes for my daddy. None. Right. You got all of admiration for this pastor, this man who I don't know as a little boy. I don't know this man. I know my daddy. Right. And you ain't got nothing good to say about my daddy. You got all the good words to say about this pastor. Right. It ain't going to sit right. You know, one, that's one. Not only is it not going to sit right, you're going to have that boy look at that pastor in a way like, wait a minute, why my mama so, why does he have, why, why, do you, why do you love this man? Why do you admire this man so much? What? You're going to have a five-year-old judging a man. And he's going to judge him too. Because he want to know why you don't love my daddy. Right. But my daddy ain't that bad of a dude. No. But you ain't got nothing good to say about my daddy. Yeah. You in love with this man? Yeah. You don't spend no time with me. After a while, like he ain't all that, no way. Yeah. You know, because children not stupid. 
and the world ain't stupid either. You know. Yeah, but you that's all this admiration for this man because he's standing in front of all these people. But that's 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 on the system. I'm talking about what is it on the what is it on the um, young man, the young man that makes him say, make up in his mind, this dude is pimping these people. What what is it? What what's happening there? What is the thought process that goes into that? Well, that's the thing. Like I said, you got a five year old one looking at his mama, wondering why you so in love with this man. Yeah, and five is judging this man. Yeah, every once in a while, my mama interact with this man, yeah. and I see how this man interacts not only her, these other sisters of women around here. A five year old, now that, a child ain't stupid. This right. is little boys. Right. One thing about a little boy, he know when a man like his mama. Besides, <laughs> he know that. Right. Right. You know, and my daddy ain't around, and you all up on my mama? Right. Huh. How do you think that little, how do you think that little five, four, three, four, five-year-old going to act? Yeah, he's going to step in. You going to climb on top of my mama. Yeah. 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 You going to climb on top of my mama. He ain't stupid. <laughs> I don't know if I go that far, Brother Jarvis, but he definitely, <laughs> he definitely saying you want to get with my mama. <laughs> yeah, he ain't yeah. stupid. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know, so, I mean, that's why, and that right there, from a child, he probably saying it is his mind, it's how I don't never want to go to a place like this. This man is a con man. And my own mama, who I love, so admire, so in love with this man. Who ain't nothing but a con man. So, see, because I'm trying to find a, a a concrete reason. So, is it that he feel like the man is a con man because his mama get off when she's around the preacher, or is it that this man seeing y'all giving up all this money, but I don't see no results nowhere. I don't. I don't see nothing except the pastor got a new Mercedes. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see nothing happening here. Well, I think that too. I think that comes when he gets older. Oh, okay. You know, I, I think as 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 he gets older, it's like, wait a minute, what what the church is doing? But I never looked at the church like that. But but see, but I've always listened on the good in the church. It was a little different too. But I've always seen more good than bad in the church. I have. Right. I've never really looked at the hypocrisy of it. Right. Because I've learned that we all hate it. I've never really seen that. I have seen the church change. I will say that. Right. I've seen it change. And I, I did figure out that that motherboard run that church. I do know that. And bam. Them women in there, boy, and they run it with an iron fist. So nothing happens until them sisters okay it. And I mean nothing. <laughs> I don't care what them men say. That's Ain't the, nothing happened until them sisters okay it. That's the first person you need to come to is the motherboard. That's the first person. People, you trying to get in good in the church? You got to go sit down with the motherboard. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, um, what can be done to 
reestablish the church's position in our households and in well particularly with the young brotherhood how how could we reestablish you know not only just the church see I don't want to put it all in the church and say uh oh, just they just feel that way about the church I'm sure they feel the way same way about the mosque same way about the temple so how do we what can we do to reestablish that connection there and say this is a place where you can go and get help and you can go and uh, get support. What can we, oh man, the church would have to change. I mean, how? And I've, I've heard, you know, I've heard, man, uh, man, man. I've heard I've heard Mr. Farrakhan say this. Okay. A day may come. I don't I wanna say may. I really wanna say will, but I think he said may. A day may come when they're gonna come up in the pool pit and snatch the preacher down and kick him out the church. Who's all that? the games and tomfoolery you, 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 you playing with. Who who's that? Because we need we need real leadership. Yeah, who, who's the day that's going to come to the pulpit and knock the preacher down? I'm, I'm talking about the, the members in the church. Ah, I'm, okay. I'm saying, well, now, ain't no women going to go up there and do that. So okay. I, obviously, it's got to be the men going to okay. go up in that pulpit, snatch that preacher, that preacher or that pastor out of there. Okay. Because all these games you play. Okay. You know, because we do need real leadership. True. You know, so, uh, the you know, the church. And like I said, I, I know more good about the church than I do bad. So I don't want to make it sound like, you know, you know, I, I know a lot, a lot of good. But the church was really, when I mean, when I say change, it really has to change, you know, to get the young man's attention, you know. I mean, young black men aren't that hard. It isn't that hard to get their attention. You have to know, you know, their nature. One, I mean, certain things are really easy, you know. Men don't watch football or basketball every Sunday or during the week for no reason. Right. So why 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 men watch sports like that? Because men are drawn to aggression. I mean that's just that's just a man. You can study a little boy. Look at the little boys. Look at the little girls. Right. Why do little boys are wrestling and tussling and with each other? Little girls don't do that. They're playing with the dog, not that yeah. little boy. Yeah. Man, they out there in that grass. They keep getting dirty. And then the mama like, I just put some clothes on you. Why are you getting dirty? You shouldn't have bought him the, the main brand clothes. Right. He's a boy. Don't yeah. buy him that. Go to Walmart and get him some five or six dollar jeans. He don't get him dirty anyway. Tough skins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, brother. Yeah. You know, it's a it's it's just a complex problem, and we just you know we're just trying to attack it as best as we can. Um, let me move on down the line, man, because we got a couple more. Uh, we don't know how to career build, so um, nobody's really. I mean, we don't have a like a. It should be a like um, like I keep talking about the 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 NBA. 
they as soon as you come in, you go straight to the uh to the the rookie symposium. And you gotta go through that to move on to the next step. Right? We right. should have something like that, and I'm working on it. We should have something like that too where they have to go through something to get to they have to go through something to get through to get to the next level to get not have to but it's very advantageous for them to get this training get this teaching so that they can move on and be successful at the next level um we just don't have something set up like that but as far as career building we don't sit our children down and most of the time and say okay look these are your options you could be Go to a trade school. You could go to college. You could go to a. Uh, you could go to the military. You could go here. You could go there. You could go to job corps. You can do this or that, or you can start your own business. Whatever, you can at least try it. We don't sit them down and and and, and have these options with him. Go over their options with them. So it's hard for them to. They we pretty much let got to let them figure it out on their own. The other side of that is. Like you and I have, because we got sons, their heads are like bricks. You try to tell them what to do and save them a lot of headache and heartache, and they just don't listen. And they go their own way and end up pushing themselves 10 years behind what it would have been if they would have just listened to you in the first place, right? But that's the problem that we have is they don't, they, this, and this would go back to the hip hop thing. Their hip-hop culture taught them not to trust nobody. Don't trust nobody older than you. Right. Because, you know, they want to enslave you. But we, they don't realize that they just got played by that. You know, the, the 0.001% of rappers that actually making money at it. I mean, come on, man. You know, everybody ain't making all that money at that. But they'll say, "Hey, you know, if you listen to us, we're gonna make you gonna make some money." So we need some really real careers, accounting, STEM careers. You know, scientists, electricians. You know, nation building skills. Right. But unfortunately, like I said, we don't have a centralized situation yet. I'm working on it. We don't have a centralized situation yet. To where we can just come in and, okay, you graduate high school, here, you go to this class right away. Boom. Class going to, you know, give you the basics on everything. Now you can, after graduating that class, then you can have a better idea of how to, you know, what's in front of you and what you need to do. Uh, so that's career building. We're not getting taught about career building typically. Uh... Next one is, ooh, this is, now, Brother Jarvis, this one right here is really the knockout punch a lot of times. And that's, we don't know how to pick life partners. Nobody really trains us how to pick a life partner. You know what I mean? Like, what to look for, right? Because, like you said, you really don't develop your taste buds till you get a little older, right? But there's some common things you will want. Regardless to your your physical taste buds that you would want, 
there's some things you're going to want. You're going to want a woman that can cook. <laughs> right? You're going to yeah. want a woman that can at least cook. You're going to want a woman that's easy to get along with. Right. You're going to want a woman that's feminine. Right. I remember this. this, this, this <laughs> There's a show called uh, Seinfeld. You ever seen? You ever heard of this show Seinfeld? Yeah. Okay. Well, in the show Seinfeld, they had a they had an episode with this with this uh, girl that uh, Jerry was dating, and she looked good except for her hands. Her hands. She had man hands. They called her man hands. <laughs> <laughs> and so she had these big old hands like a man. And so he ended up having to just let her go because he was like, I can't take it. I can't take it. You know what I mean? If you want somebody feminine, brother, you want femininity from a woman. You know what I mean? So, but most of all, most of all, this is my thing. I'm going to tell you, you pick something that you feel is, is, uh, a, a, a deal breaker but I'm going to pick a deal breaker right now on picking a life partner uh, a, a life partner happens to they have to be uh, able to uh, know when to back off they have to they stand their ground but when they got to know when to back off and know when to see most women think you're weak when you back off but in actuality, you're stronger when you back off because you've got the strength to realize I don't have to be right all the time. I can right. let this man be right. And let's. And, and if it don't work out what he's talking about, then I can pick up where I left off. But most women don't get that, especially in a, uh, what, the, what I wanted to say, a male, uh, they, they, they're, they're being, uh, masculine framework women they feel like if i back off then i'm i'm i lost and it's all costs i cannot lose at all costs that is the worst thing that could happen so picking a life partner brother you could pick the wrong life partner man and you could be not only in debt not only emotionally broken not only i mean it's just so many problems that you could have just picking the wrong partner. Just picking somebody who you say, hey, well, this person got a big old butt and a cute smile. And next thing you know, yeah, she ripping your life apart. When it ran through your bank account, you know what I mean? Got all these life insurance policies on you. <laughs> I remember, man. They didn't catch this lady until she was on her fourth husband. She was on her fourth husband. And she had, what she would do was she would marry, the, she was an older lady, she would marry these older dudes. She, they was always older than her by about 10 years. And she was like 55 when she started doing this. And she would always marry these older cats that had, she made sure they had some kind of um, ailment where they, they needed care. And so, yeah, man. And so, the first dude she hooked up with, he died. Well, first, well, well, actually, her first husband, he died of natural causes. 
left her all the money and everything. She spent all that money up. So she then she went and found another cat who had money, but he had ailments. She next thing you know, man, this dude was I mean, they wasn't even married six months, man. This dude was dead. Yeah. Same thing happened to another cat and another cat. And it was gonna to happen to the fourth cat. And cause they was like wait, everybody this girl married die. What's going on? Something's going on here. And so um when the when the last when the last dude got sick and he went to the hospital, they put armed guards around him and they wouldn't let him go come come near him. He started getting better. Next thing you know, they started looking through stuff. And then he, she was putting uh, antifreeze. Huh? What did you say? She was putting antifreeze. Antifreeze. Yeah, well, yeah. antifreeze. Antifreeze in his, uh, in his, in his food. Yeah. Man, she was, she was a no you, joke. You got, up, you got up to four people. Yeah, she got up to three. Where she three, yeah. she personally killed, she got the three. She was working on the fourth one, and that's when they caught her. It was like, wait a minute, man, right. this chick. Every time she marries somebody, they die. What the hell's going yeah. on? But yeah, man, uh, picking a life partner—that's such a complex thing. We're gonna probably talk about that at another time. But that's something yeah, that right. needs to be definitely gone over. Definitely. Um, Definitely a lot of thought needs to go into that. Even just going, even just women, would you say, I mean, well, I would say even women that you go out with, just maybe they ain't a life partner yet, but they just somebody you said, oh, you know, this girl's cute. She seems like she got a nice personality. Why don't we go out? I think we could have fun if we just went out together. I think you need to know, you know, kind of at least be able to get along with somebody before you're going to spend a lot of time with them. Because you get out there with somebody and you can't get along with, you find out you can't get along with them because they got some type of boss mentality or something going on with them. And you're like, what? I didn't see this before. And right. when you see it, you got to know when to bounce. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, Another thing is, man, a lot of us brothers, we got trauma, man, you know, from whatever, man, you know, from the upbringing, from our parents, from bullies, from from whatever, man, whatever we got going on. And there's <clears throat> nothing wrong with going to get counseling or therapy and nothing like that. It's nothing wrong with that. We need to be more active in doing that. This is black people. We stigmatize people for going to get help. But uh, our counterparts will get help and thrive. They'll come out of it and thrive. Meanwhile, we will keep the ball of self-destruction rolling on ourselves and on our families because we don't want to go get no help to get over some kind of childhood trauma or some kind of trauma that happened five years ago. For example, you know, A lot of men are, um, you know, they traumatize over, you know, the the emasculation that the went that their mothers gave them, trying to calm them down, right? Yeah. And slavery time, 
women would masculate you to so to try to save your life. Because they said if you flex on the master like this, the master going to kill you. So I got to emasculate you now to save your life. But we don't need that anymore. They could throw that out. Right. right? So, but still, these single mothers emasculate these boys. And then they got up going out here trying to prove they're a man by, you know, laying, you know, slaying all these bodies safely or not. Most of the time, not. And then all kind of hell break loose. So we got to work on getting past these traumas. And the best way to do that is to go get some professional help. And of course, uh, one of the last ones I want to use is uh, we don't know how to create constructive goals and how to how to stick to them. Like you know, people will. Um, I remember, uh, you know, people lie, right? We all lie, but we all but but some of us are trying to stop it, right? But we, you know, we don't mean to. And we have gone as a society learned that lying is is a is a, was a strategy of handling certain situations, right? You know, you break up with somebody and you say, "Oh, it's not you, it's me," because you don't want yeah. the person to go bananas, right? Yeah, because because you know you did wrong. Yeah, well, you know? it's it, well, you know, it it might be the other person. It might just be oh, okay. they're not. They're, you're not attracted. You're no, no longer attracted to them anymore. You know, like you said, man, women change, man, on a dime. You'll be the top pick, and you're all good, man, until somebody else come in. Somebody else start floating around. Somebody else start sniffing around, man. Then now you are, <laughs> you get put back. You get put back. And then when you get put back, you don't even know it. <laughs> you, you don't even know it, man. By the time you find out, hey, you know what? I think we should take some time apart. By the time you figure it out, man, somebody's already, you know, smashing. Yeah, yeah, somebody's already in. <laughs> yeah, somebody's already in. So, yeah, she, yeah, she monkey. What they call it? Monkey. Uh, one comedian called a monkey bar. She's yeah. holding on to you. You holding on to somebody else. Yeah, now that she's strong with somebody else. She's gonna let go of you. Yeah, yeah, and that's they see. The good news is that's they right to do. See, they able to do that when they're younger. They are able to do that. You able to do it when you older. When right. you older, and you don't even have to monkey bar them. You can let them go, right. and they still come running back. Right. right? So. I'm saying, you know, we just need to be able to focus on the goals that we have and making some making some constructive goals that'll help us with our faith, our finances, and our fitness to help us be in a better position to actually take care of a, a, a sister. So that's my I list mean, of... I mean, not only that, I mean... Uh, realistic goals also. I mean, goals that everybody can't be a rapper. You have to be exceptional. <laughs> you can't be a 50-year-old rapper. rapper? 
No. <laughs> I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a rapper. How old are you? Fifty three. Oh really? You think people gonna want to listen to your record? Yeah. <laughs> what you gonna be talking about? <laughs> Stocks. <laughs> Uh, we rapping about these stocks, huh? A subject nobody wants to talk about. Yeah, we rapping about my granddaughter. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah, man, you're right. Should be realistic goals, and um, but this is just a, like I said, this is just a a small list. I mean, we can go over everything. We just went over a smaller list. Now, as we always do, Brother Jarvis, as we always do, we try to find the fix. We try to find a way to bring balance back into it and try to get our people back on the right track. What can we do to get our people back on the track as far as getting black men to do better in, in relationships as well as financial, financially. What can we do? What can we do? Like you say, it's always going to take a big thing. I mean, we're talking about a big revolution. I understand that. We're talking about this thing is more complicated than just a one-word answer, but what can be done now to move the skillet. What can what little thing what can be done? Maybe one or two things can be done right this second to try to move the skillet a little more. A little you know. Uh, as far as be a little more specific with the question, please. What can we Okay, do? what can we do? Since black men are failing at an alarming rate as far as being uh, productive citizens. And that is because of it's, of course it all stems from slavery, but moving forward, we gave all these lists, we gave a list of different things that are specific that are happening that why black men are not being successful. And so relationship wise, other, you know, financially wise, as a as a as a group, you know, yeah, we got we got a, a small percentage of black men that are doing okay. Some a smaller percentage, even more than that, smaller percentage than that, that are actually doing really well. We talking about the masses. What can be done? What can be said to put the masses back on course to try to go for their dreams or go for? be successful what what needs to, what 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 is your uh what is your flair that you putting out there to try to help the brotherhood do get in a better place wow personally it's just a lot of talk but you know talk is really nothing you know most young black men judge and are judged you know, we really get off our results. You know, so talk is just that, it's just talk. You know, um, 
it's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be done as far as what can we do everything small increments i mean as as a whole a big big answer there's no big answer i mean right now i just i just kind of like try to talk i mean just to give a little example i uh i don't want to use the word correct but i share with a young brother because he said something he said um referred to sisters as work. And I said, you know, put the brother to the side, him and another young brother, and I said, you know, I don't refer to sisters as work. I said, but she's a very serious creation. Here we so go. I would never, huh? I said, here we go, brother Jarvis. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's here pretty much how they took it. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much how they took it. And uh, I'm like, I don't refer to her as work. You know, I, uh, you know, she's not work. And uh, I say, don't, you know, I try to leave her in high regard. I mean, you know, I try. I really, really try. Right. There's going to be little things like that, you know, to let her know and to remind myself, you know, she is special. Right. Now, it's easy for me to say that, you know, but young black men look at me and say, you say all that about sisters, but when I act like an a-hole, they'll come talk to me before they talk to you. It's true. And I can't argue with that. And it's like, and that's that. You know, but it, all that has to change, you know. It's not going to change overnight. You know, it goes back to what you said about the hip-hop culture. You know, her bagging bodies or her talking, you know, provocatively. Yeah. You know, I mean, all that has to change. You don't have to talk like that or be like that or act like that to get the attention of a man. If you really knew how we thought, or we know how we, y'all wouldn't even have to wear makeup. Yeah. Yeah, we ain't got to do too much of nothing. Yeah. If you know us as men, you ain't got to do too much of nothing. Yeah. To get our attention. Yeah. You know? But it's so, the type of it's know. the type of brothers they're looking for, though. You know what I mean? They're looking for a certain type of brother, not knowing that that brother ain't good for them. And by the time they figured it out, man, it's too late. They already been dragged down the drain. Sorry to cut yeah. you off, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. Um, I mean, like I said, just what can I do? Really, now just talk and, you know, I don't believe in acting successful. But that is the thing to, today because if you talk to the young black man and or woman, perception has become reality. Yeah. Now, I don't think perception is reality. But if you ask them, perception yeah. is yeah. reality. Yeah. And I just found no, it's not. You see, yeah. no, perception is just that. Yeah. Perception. Yeah. But perception is real. If you talk big and bad, you big and bad. Right. You talk big and bad, but can you fight? Yeah. Anybody can talk a fight. Yeah. You know, like Mike Tyson said a long time ago. Mike Tyson said, you know, everybody got a plan until they so get, get hit. Until you get hit. <laughs> Everything's looking good until you get hit. Until <laughs> you get hit. <laughs> yes, sir. Everybody got a plan until they get hit. Yes, sir. And once they get hit, everything changed. Yeah. You yeah. know. So, you know, again, you know, uh, how do we change that perception? Yeah. And change perception to, to reality. Yeah. You know, I, I, there is no, like I said, no one word, you know, we have to deal with that. And like, you know, getting, you know, even with the lies, 
it's gotten so bad. Hell, people lie to themselves. Yeah. Like I said, all, all that all that big talk or, you know, people just lie to themselves. Yeah. You know. Now, Muhammad Ali said, I was the greatest. Yeah. But he really was the greatest. Yeah. He proved it. Yeah. You got people saying they're the greatest, but you ain't done nothing. Yeah. You full of yourself for what? You ain't done nothing. Sir. You know, but, I mean, today's society, I mean, from what I, I talked to some sisters, the big girl tell herself she's fine. Yeah. But you out of shape. But she tell herself she's fine. Yeah. And she told herself that. Yeah. Why are you fine with you out of shape? You know? Oh, I'm fine. But you out of you shape. Just, you just can't tell a woman the truth, man. They want the truth, but then when you tell them the truth, you a hater. So yeah. you, just, you know what I'm saying? They, they don't want the truth. If you say, "Hey, no," like like old boy on the on the channel to tell old girl, "Hey, you average at best." You know, you just you know it, they don't want the truth. And then when you tell them the yeah. truth, you a hater. You just hate. Yeah. 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 Don't matter. That's the truth or not. Yeah. But like I said, with myself, it's just a lot of talk. And, you know, I, myself, getting back to, you know, your, my faith, I try to be strong. You know, I try to, uh, uh, I do believe, you know. But at the same time, you know, I mean, it is really true. Without God, you really can't do anything. Man. You know, because you, you, you live on this planet long enough or you live long enough. You know, you go through a lot of pain. Yeah. And after a while, you can't handle that pain. You got to turn somewhere and do something. Yeah. yeah. And that's when you realize it's bigger than me. Cause yeah. I, I, I used to work with a brother who's retired. Yeah. And he was in the Navy. Yeah. And he said, you know what, Brother Jarvis? He said, you know, I found out out there on that ship when ain't nothing around us but water. Just one ship, us on this boat, nothing but water. He said, if I was jumping this ocean, and drown. Nobody would ever find me because wow. there's so much water out there. Wow. He said it, it lets you know how insignificant you are. It's a whole big world out there. Yeah. And you can literally get swallowed up in it. Yeah. You know, and you know, we as a black man, as a community, we we don't know. There, there's a whole world out there. Yeah. You know, but we're so kind of like the gangbangers. You know, Hoover, cuz, Hoover, Hoover. Okay, or 60s, cuz. Okay, 60s run from 60th Street to 69th Street. That's as far as you can go? Yeah. You can't go past 69th? Nope. But <laughs> uh, you claiming 60s. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't go past 69th. Yeah. You know, but there's a whole world out there. Yeah. There's a world bigger than just your community. Yeah. You know? Yes, sir. So, hey, man. Hey. You know, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I just kind of talk. I mean, there's, you know, well, there's nothing too, I can't say there's nothing big you can do, but there's a lot of big things that can be done. But unless you have mass appeal, you know, like maybe a rapper, because I don't know, Malcolm X said a long time ago, since when do we, do we start making our entertainers leaders? 
you know, just because you can sing a song or rap a song or play a guitar or do something, that's not a leader in our community. They shouldn't be looked upon like that. Yeah. 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 You know? Yes. Or that person can put that ball in the hoop. Yeah. That's not a leader. They can play basketball. Yeah. I'll make them a leader. And most of the time, they don't want to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People got mad at Michael Jordan for that. Yeah. You know, he said he never wanted to be that. But we put it on him. Yeah, man. We just just not knowing no better, man. <laughs> we just right. don't know no better. You know what I mean? Right. And they say, hey, we'll, our people will say, well, they'll listen to you. You got the kind of money. They'll listen to you. But they right. won't listen to it. Again, again, perception. Because it's like, wow, Michael Jordan got all that money. He know what he's talking about. Right. No, he got all that money because he, put a, he took a, a basketball and he put it in a hoop. Yeah. That'll make him a leader. Uh, perception. We think they are. I mean, we can, we can talk football. You know, in football, you hear every you hear, you hear every sports medium there is. I swear, the quarterback is the leader of the team, and it's like, no, the leader of the team is that one in the locker room who everybody listens to. Yeah, and normally it's not the quarterback. Yeah, you know. But they made the quarterback because he's white most of the time. Yeah. The leader of the team. Yeah. You know, but reality is no. The leader of the team, go to that locker room. They'll tell you who the alpha dog is. Yeah. It's already established. Yeah. Let them tell you. They'll tell you that. But the media makes the quarterback the leader. And that's what America does. Yeah. Well, they're just unlike more comfortable God. with it. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike God, they don't let leaders be born. They make them. Yeah, man. But now you talking about God, man, and God got so many weird ways of doing stuff, man. The people <laughs> don't like that, man. The people don't like that. I'm your pick. <laughs> Why I got to get all these lumps on my head then? Yeah. <laughs> I got to go through all this, and I, I'm your pick? Right. I don't want to be your pick. <laughs> right. right. You know what I mean? The people just don't, the people just don't want to go through it they feel like man you know if I gotta do all that to be close to God hey peace to the Middle East God I'll check you later (laughs) but until like Mike Tyson said till you get that hit in the stomach you you get that diagnosis of lupus or diagnosis or whatever right yeah everybody got a good game plan Yep, now you calling on this man. Calling on this yeah. man. Please help me. Please help me. Right. Please help my son. Please help my daughter. Whatever, right? Right. Right. So, I mean, you know. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting that, you know, you feeling like, hey, man, you know, God going to have to get involved with this situation. He's going to have to, and he's going to have to. Make some ways, uh, you know, change yeah, well, them. The cold part is, the cold part is, God is involved in all of them. We just don't know it. Right. What I mean, let me rephrase that. What I mean is, God is going to have to impress upon the people that he's, he's here. 
and he's always right. been here. And right. he, you know, he might have to do a little couple more things to impress upon them that he's here. Right. But it's the thing is, see, God know who's looking for him. So he's there, you know. If you're looking right. for him, he's here. He know, one right. thing he know, eventually everybody going to pass through that door. <laughs> I don't right. care who you are, what you're doing, whatever. Everybody's going to pass through that door. So you eventually going to have to come and pass through that door and say, I've been looking for you. Right. Will you help me? Right. Right. Now the question is, after he help you or if he help you, are you going to remember? Are you going to try to use that to help other people? Are you going right. are you going to do it? Right. I mean, we can get into a whole thing about God and faith. So, let me wrap this up. Um my feeling is the same. I feel like without God, man, we are finished. We don't have no hope of setting this thing right and uh surviving what's coming down the pipe. Um as we saw well, I don't want to get into it, you know, what we saw uh, as far as, uh, you know, the Patriot group on the on the steps of Washington that, uh, you know, it's, you know, uh, certain people got, when certain people, when they riot, it's cool, you know. And so it's not going to be even if even if even if people are left dead, it's cool, you know. But so we're not ready for that situation, physically and emotionally and spiritually. Then we may get caught up in it. And so what we need to do is figure out, in my opinion, how these young brothers go to a class something that will give them a heads up on what they need to have their lives be good. So they don't be desperate making desperate decisions and end up in the prison system, which is pretty much what the plan is for them, is to have them end up in the prison system, swallowed up by the, you know, in the belly of the beast. So, young brothers, if you're listening, we wasn't trying to bash nobody. We just saying, you got a lot that nobody's teaching you, and you need to come to sit down with cats like us who got the knowledge we want to teach you. It's just up to you whether you got the discipline to sit down and listen and learn, and we'll be here. If you want to go to, um, if you want to go to um, life skills boot camps, um, Life Skills Boot Camps with an S. Um, you can go there and you can get some more information about some of the things that we do try to teach these young black men, some of the courses, some of the camps that we have to teach young black men how to be successful and not how to be materialistic, but to just get their financial situation together so that you can have options on who to date, where to live, what to eat, and everything else. All right? All right, that was it. Any parting words, Brother Jarvis? 
No, sir. That's more than enough. All right. We will come back to y'all with another one in a little while. So don't go away. Hang tight. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. Peace.